Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special release of the Wampa's Lair podcast. Uh, this is not one of our numbered episodes because I, Jason, one of your hosts, uh, am podcasting solo today. What this is all about uh, is going to be some panel audio from Phoenix Fan Fusion uh, that I was fortunate enough to attend a couple weeks back uh, at the end of May. Um, this is one of the two panels I did. We did a Clone Wars panel, which uh, may end up on the podcast feed later. But this is our Future of Star Wars panel that myself, Joey Letson, and Kyle Avery, a.k.a. Kyle Baca, uh, were able to host at Phoenix Fan Fusion 2019. Uh, it used to be Phoenix Comic Con, then Phoenix Fan Fest... Now it's Phoenix Fan Fusion. I am not a fan of the name, because I still call it Phoenix Comic Con, but I guess legal reasons they had to change it. I was only able to attend the convention Saturday and Sunday this year. It is a four-day convention, Thursday through Sunday, and usually I'm able to go up all four days, uh, but this year I was only able to make it for the weekend. I had a blast. Uh, We did the two panels got some uh, cool art prints, saw some friends, and um, on Sunday, at the end of the day, Kyle Baca and I went up to the autograph area. He wanted to get an autograph for his dad for, I forget if it was his birthday or Father's Day, which is uh, right around the corner as of, as of this recording, um, from none other than Ray Park. So I went up there with him, and I was just sort of like the third wheel, even though there's only two of us. (laughs) But we went up to uh, see Ray Park and and talk to him briefly and to get Kyle's autograph for his dad. Um, And he was a super fun guy, uh, super nice. I happened to be wearing the Phantom Menace shirt that I got at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago uh, back in April. Uh, so, of course, it has the, the Celebration logo on it, and it's uh, the Phantom Menace poster, except it's done in an animated style. So it's, it's, it's a really neat shirt, and I was wearing that when I went up there, and Ray Park recognized my shirt, and we had a nice little conversation about Celebration and all that stuff. Um, He's a really nice guy, and I hadn't had a chance to talk with him before, so that was really cool. But um, there's not a lot other stuff for me to report from Phoenix Fan Fusion for me, because, like I said, I was only there basically a day and a half. Uh, so it, it was it was a much shorter con for me this year, and I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough to be able to go, but... You know, only for a limited time. But I will go ahead and, and start leading into our panel here. 
Like I said, this is our Future of Star Wars panel that uh, Joey and Kyle and I do every year at Phoenix Comic Con, Phoenix Fan Fusion. Bleh, I don't like the sound of that. Anyway, uh, so we talk a lot about what's in stake for the next year or so and beyond in Star Wars, so there's a lot of uh, discussion about The Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, Clone Wars, and even, you know, rumors about stuff in the future. So, if you're interested in all that, uh, definitely tune in for this. It'll it'll be a lot of fun. I will make a note. Um, Partway through the panel, we had a funny little happening. Uh, So, I need to tell you about it because it won't come across in audio form as well. We're, you know, motoring along in our discussion. It's, I believe, somewhere in the last third of the panel. We're motoring along in our discussion, and all of a sudden, we get... I don't know what you would call it. uh, Panel bombed, maybe? We had uh, Darth Vader, the Emperor, and a cadre of Stormtroopers and Kylo Ren walk into our panel room from one of the doors that's up at the front of the room where the stage is. You know, they were coming from something, some from somewhere. And some uh, con volunteer or employee decided, oh, it would be great to get Star Wars characters to pop in to, at the Star Wars panel. Because I saw him step in the back with a camera, and then all of a sudden we get the costume characters coming out the door... Uh, next to the the screen where we're you know got our PowerPoint and everything, and so they just sort of walk in and stand there and look tough. And Vader's breathing awkwardly in the corner, and Joey, Kyle, and I were not expecting it at all, and we kind of just uh hi. So you hear sort of a hitch and a hi, and we don't really know what to do for a brief minute. <laughs> Uh, but then I was like, all right, we're just going to continue on with the panel because we've got stuff we have to talk about and a limited time to do it. And so they just kind of stood there for a couple minutes and people were taking pictures and it was just weird. And then they shuffled out. So yeah, you'll hear some awkward pauses in the last third of the, the panel here. That's what that's all about. So, um, it was kind of cool, but really weird and very awkward. So, anyway, uh, I will not be popping up at the end of the episode. I will, so I will give all the contact information here. Um, if you enjoy the listening, please, of course, you know, weigh in on anything that we normally do on the podcast. Uh, come back and listen to other episodes. Um, and to do that, you can always you know, find us on Twitter at, at Wampa's Lair. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wampa's Lair Podcast. Please, you can also email us at Wampa's Lair Podcast at gmail.com. We always enjoy getting uh, feedback and, and Larian interaction, even if we're not always the greatest at responding. We really do appreciate it. We do see it. So thank you for doing that. Um, and a big shout out to my... Normal co-hosts who are not here, obviously, because this is a special release. A big shout-out to Carl LeClaire and Katie Horn. Um, 
just for being awesome co-hosts. So without any further ado, I will say sayonara and leave you with the future of Star Wars with myself, Joey Letson, and Kyle Avery, a.k.a. Kyle Baca, uh, from Phoenix Fan Fusion 2019. Thanks for listening. Now he's just a small fry He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Alright, let's go ahead Thank right, you that, to all the people who were singing along that, that was the bonus you guys get for being here early <laughs> And now that that's done Hello there <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Future of Star Wars panel. Let's give it up for Star Wars. The one true saga out there. None of this other stuff. Well, we are excited to be talking about the future of Star Wars, and there is, in fact, so much to talk about Yes, that we have just an hour to do it. So let's get right into it. Let's first start with our panelists, starting all the way over to my right. You're singing... Singing, Songbird. Yes. <laughs> the singing Kylo Ren. Yes. Um, my name's Kyle Avery. I'm the host of Star Wars The Saga Continues, which is a Star Wars podcast where we talk about a lot of what we'll be talking about here today, just the future of Star Wars, the movies, and the, the future of the saga as a whole. So I've got business cards up here you can check out afterwards if you're interested in listening to the podcast. But yeah, that's me. And then we have... Uh, my name is Jason Hunt. I'm one of the po- uh, hosts of the Wampus Lair podcast. We are not a news podcast. We're more of a discussion-based podcast. Sometimes we'll talk about the news. This uh, panel will end up on our feed, most likely. Um, so if you're interested or want to share this panel with somebody else, uh, look it up on the Wampus Lair. And I've also got business cards afterwards if you are curious about that. All right. And lastly... Well. Finally, I'm Joey. I'm uh, not a host of an, a Star Wars podcast, but actually a Star a host of an Animaniacs podcast. Uh, but There's I love over. Star Wars, and so I got a, a good combo of Animaniacs and Star Wars up here on my shirt. Which, yeah, do that. Uh, and before we get started, by, uh, because we'll probably forget it later, if you do like our panel, uh, this is our fifth year here at uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Comic, yes. Comic whatever. Um, <laughs> Fan fusion. If you like us, if you like what you hear and see, uh, you can go on the app and rate us five stars. And um, uh, heck, as long as you're there, write, rate my Animaniacs panel uh, five stars from this morning too. <laughs> Even though you probably weren't there, trust me, it was great. You'll love it. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, oh, I should probably... The My Animaniacs podcast, by the way. Animaniacast, by the way. Oh, how original. And, and we have business cards and stuff like that if you want to learn more about our podcasts after the show. Enough and plugging. Plugs. Let's move on to the future of Star Wars, starting with something that's coming up almost like tomorrow, basically. <laughs> Just within the, In fact, some people have already checked this out because they're already doing previews. This, of course, is Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and soon to be in Disney World. Uh, by, uh, with, because this is audio for a podcast, how many of you, by clapping your hands, will be going to see Galaxy's Edge this summer? Give it up. <laughs> Only How many few. are going to wait until next year like me? <laughs> a lot more. 
<laughs> I'm going in July. I don't care. In fact, this is the pre. This is what it looks like with all the cast members they have. That is the only somewhat realistic photo of what it's going to look like with all the people there. Yeah, yes. This is no doubt going to be insane. And uh, as you guys probably know, they're limiting people the first few weeks to just four hours. And so you wear a wristband, much like the ones we have here. And then after that, you head out the gate. But there's a lot of stuff to see in Galaxy's Edge. Um, one of them, of course, is the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run ride. Uh, Hondo Anaka uh, sends you flying the Millennium Falcon, and you actually get to walk on the Falcon and check out the Jujeric table and all that. And uh, there's actually over 200 controls in that uh, cockpit right there. And Ooh. each one of you in there actually have to do certain things and if you don't do it right well you could actually crash the Millennium Falcon apparently and and I think I, maybe it was in celebration but I heard somewhere that it, as you exit the ride if you do really well it looks really nice but if you don't do well like circuits are breaking and oh it, yeah it, yeah yeah the inside yeah. of the ship reflects it yeah so yeah you can, so you can really set it on fire the and then Honda will give you grief afterwards and be like oh you wrecked the ship yeah. yeah. So, so you could either do really awesome or you could have it showing up uh, like it did at the end of Solo on Savarine where it basically falls apart on the landing platform. Yeah. So, you know. Exactly. So get a whole new radar dish again. Okay. Uh, and this, is, of course, this is another ride that's coming out in later... So maybe when you other folks who are saying, I'm going to push it off till next year. Well, you thought it will be less crowded? Forget it. Because they're holding off this second ride for a few months called Rise of the Resistance. And in this, this is a trackless ride. You're going to get into a car and move around, and you're going to be aboard a Star Destroyer. And there's apparently 50 animatronic stormtroopers in there. At the end, you face off against Kylo Ren. There's also some AT-ATs looking down and shooting at you and stuff. It's 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 looks really cool and uh it's almost like a movie set really basically walking in so exciting stuff right there oh yeah and like like life-size tie fighters in the hangar and everything it's going to be insane jeepers creepers so you guys are are pushing off for a little bit yeah going to going to galaxy as a galaxy's ed thank you i call it star wars land (laughs) (laughs) what are you looking forward to the most honestly just the the cast and character interactions because um, all the cast members are going to be part of the Star Wars universe essentially or this Star Wars universe that they've created. Uh, it's going to be much like you know um, Harry Potter world, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter where everyone is actually in character and part of the universe and uh, that kind of thing. So just kind of immersing myself in the whole Star Wars experience is what I'm looking forward to the most. Like Colonial yeah. Will- Williamsburg but with uh, Star Wars perhaps, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more exciting. Yeah, I hope so. There's three big things that I'm looking forward to. One is the Millennium Falcon ride, um, because it sounds really fun and getting to interact with like a crew and the way you get to fly the ship and then the way that like the characters after you get off interact with you, depending on how well you did. I think that sounds really fun. Um, I'm also just really looking forward to having a drink in the cantina. Um, because like you guys said, I mean, that just adds to the, the, immersiveness of it and you feel like you're actually there in the Star Wars world and then I'm looking forward to uh, blowing a bunch of money and buying some cool stuff because they've also said that like the merchandise that's going to be there it's not just like Star Wars action figures and t-shirts and stuff like a lot of it is it looks in universe and so there's going to be a lot of trinkets and like handmade dolls and then of course stuff like Jedi holocrons and lightsabers and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, build your yeah, own you droid. Build droid. If you want to drop twenty five thousand dollars, you can build your own R two D two. Yeah, I'm yeah. not spending that um, and take him home. Two hundred so, bucks for a saber, yeah. uh, which is looks. It's like two hundred bucks. No way. But actually, I saw it, and you can open it up, and you can like put different crystals inside of it. And depending yeah. on the crystal that you put it put in, it makes different sounds, and obviously lights up different. I'm like, Ooh, maybe two hundred's not that bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to hurt my bank account, but there's going to oh, be some yeah. really cool stuff there that I'm looking forward to getting. Yeah, well, so that is very exciting. Of course, that's just, you know, basically it's next week. It's just in a few days, so uh, be prepared for that. Uh, coming up in a, a little later than that is, uh, of course, Season 2 of Resistance will be coming. Any fans of the cartoon show Resistance? Few, few, okay, excellent. I was like, meh, okay, sure. How about it? Resistance, uh, takes, it started off uh, taking place right before... Uh, the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and now is essentially kind of getting into the timeline of uh, the Last Jedi. Kind of just follows a group of people. Uh, kind of, they're a, they're kind of an offshoot yeah. uh, team of of spies uh, for the Resistance, and they're they're trying to track down First Order movements and things like that, and manage to get themselves into trouble. So, and it, the season ends basically concurrent with the Force Awakens. They see the hologram of the destruction of Hosnian Prime and all that stuff. So uh, season two is going to take place concurrent with Last Jedi and afterwards. So we'll see how that turns out. I'll be curious to see if it continues to be, because it started off very much a kid's show, like very much like seven and eight-year-olds. And then it got like really good at the end. Yeah, actually, I would say... I would say hit the cliff notes, maybe like uh, if you really want to know which episodes, talk to me later, but definitely last three or four, I would yeah, say. No, it, yeah, it definitely picked up towards the end, and it's, I mean, don't, if you haven't checked it out, I think it's worth a watch. Don't go into it with the same expectations of like the yeah. epic stories that we got in Star Wars, the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, but I think Resistance is a fun addition to the Star Wars canon. Well, coming up a little, I think probably a little sooner... Uh, will be The Mandalorian. <laughs> so The Mandalorian, of course, is coming up on Disney+. Plus. And uh, announcer Jason, will you please tell us what the synopsis was of this? The Mandalorian. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. For some reason, I sounded like... Morgan Freeman, and I'm, didn't think, I did not anticipate that. I, should, I think it should go after the stories of Django and Boba Fett. <laughs> so this is going to be this is the Mandalorian right here. Uh, this is definitely a Wild West kind of series. Yes, um, lawless because of course it means right after the Empire and before the rebellion could really start the New Republic. So mm-hmm. what do you do? You know, well, what's well, how do you pay for things? How do you know who who's in charge? Mm-hmm. Nobody in the outer Nobody. reaches, apparently. Exactly. So, uh, premieres on a November twelfth uh, this year on Disney Plus. There are eight episodes. I think hour long. Is that what they were? Yes, hour long episodes. Okay. Um, and Disney Plus is the upcoming Disney streaming service that is six ninety nine. Six ninety nine a month. A month. For, so if all you the pay, Disney and Marvel if, and Star if, Wars. Yeah, if you pay it for a year, mm-hmm. it's like more expensive. You pay by. You know, the month. Right. But it's like, it's seven bucks if you pay for like all year in advance, which I am going to, because why wouldn't I? Yeah. So Disney Plus <laughs> is going to be good, and this is going to be um, on there on launch day. 
Um, and I believe they're releasing one episode a week, so it's not going to have all eight episodes at once. So you're going to have to come back every week to catch the next episode. Which, which is cool because then people like us can do podcasts. I was going to say, as well, as Star Wars podcasters, <laughs> you know, I'm sure you're you, like, you oh to, darn. Yeah, you get to enjoy it a little bit longer. But <laughs> I think this is going to be something really cool to look forward to. We've just got some images here um, because the footage that they showed at Star Wars Celebration has not been officially released yet. No. Um, but if you really want to go online, there's some leaked footage on there. But um, I mean, just the fact that this is coming from uh, John Favreau, who directed Iron Man, um, and Dave Filoni, who is, of course, the director of Star Wars The Clone Wars um, and Star Wars Rebels and uh, worked directly with George Lucas for years. I mean, just having the two of them tag teaming on this, I think, is going to make for some really cool Star Wars stories. And if we know anything from stuff Dave Filoni has done in the past, I think we'll eventually get a lot more elements of the Star Wars universe explored in here other than just a Mandalorian bounty hunter. You know, it's going to probably delve into a lot more interesting characters and storylines along the way that maybe we aren't expecting right now. Yeah, I think Boba Fett might come into play. Maybe. I don't know. I have hunches. But, you know, obviously... Is it bad if I say I hope not? Yeah. (laughs) But at the other hand, I mean, I, I think for the average person that watches this, though, who's not, like, really into Star Wars, it's like... Like, oh yeah, that's the guy from the, like, they're not, they're gonna see that Mandalorian who's just, they're just calling him the Mandalorian at this point. Yeah, we don't know his name. Yeah. And so they're gonna look at him and go, oh, it's Boba Fett. You know, like, for a casual fan, they, they might just think that's Boba Fett. I think they need to incorporate him in some ways. But he's not alone. He's actually has a couple other people going with him right there. Uh, Gina Carano right there is playing Cara Dune. Some people thought she was playing Sabine from uh, Rebels, but that is not because the case. there's obviously such a striking resemblance, right? Yeah, <laughs> like Sabine put on like like mass like twice <laughs> yeah, right. her body weight or something Big muscle, yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> not quite, yeah. And then Carl Weathers uh, is on it as too. So Carl Weathers plays, I believe, a character named Grief Karga. Mm-hmm. Interesting, <laughs> very uh, Star Warsy name. I, apparently, yeah. he he hires uh, the Mandalorian, I believe, is the story, yeah. and then yeah, and then. Gina, I think, used to work as a like a soldier. She's, or something she's an like ex-rebel shock trooper. Yeah, um, which I think is really cool because I mean, obviously, think of the rebels as like the good guys and the heroes, and it's going to be interesting to see this person who is a rebel soldier who, once the war is over, is kind of down on her luck and turns to you know the criminal underworld and is not necessarily like all happily ever after like you think the good guys might be. So you get to explore that perspective a little bit more. Totally. Well, at a Probably not at the uh, the launch of Disney Plus, but coming soon. Something I know a lot of us are very excited about. Yeah, any Clone Wars fans in here? Yes. When people used to say "Save the Clone Wars," hashtag Save the Clone Wars. I'm like, oh, give it a rest, guys. Come on, it's done. But thank goodness I was wrong. Yes. <laughs> and the Clone Wars is coming back uh, with uh, uh, one more season. I'm really hoping it's. I know they have so many stories that they haven't finished that I'm hoping that they might be able to squeeze a few more out later. But who knows? <laughs> Maybe. We'll Maybe. be talking a lot more about this tomorrow. Actually, we have another panel. Yes, because we love talking like Star- about Star Wars. Yeah, we love Clone Wars so much, and we're so excited that it's coming back that we're going to spend a whole separate hour talking about that. So yeah. check that so, out tomorrow at noon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this will be coming on Disney+. Plus. It is not going to be available on the release date. They have not given us a release date for it yet. 
we're guesstimating early 2020. So yeah, but it would make sense to me because you you have a rise of Skywalker and then you have nothing. So let's put that in there and get people excited again. But in the also in the not too distant future, this is I believe being developed right now, and I don't know about filmed, but definitely in pre-production. Pre-production is the Cassian Andor series, and so you have uh, Diego Luna, and then you have. Oh, help me out. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, Tudyk. coming back playing K2SO. K2SO. So I'm really excited about this series, not only because we got to see so little of them, but K2 is just one of my favorite new characters in Star Wars <laughs> and the chemistry that these two had. Plus, I mean, Cassian says in Rogue One about all, you know, the these horrible things that he had to go, you know, do for right. the rebellion. So I'm, I'm anticipating this series to be a little darker, perhaps. Um, but yeah. who's to say? I don't really know. It's, right. I mean, I'm just excited to learn more about these characters. And yeah. spoiler alert, this takes place before Rogue One. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thank goodness. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and I think also, I believe either like the showrunner or head writer for the series worked on, uh, the series The Americans for FX, which, um, is, you know, a really well acclaimed, uh, like spy drama. Um, and so this is definitely going to be like a more gritty look at the rebellion and the years leading up to Rogue One and leading up to just the, the formation of the rebellion and their early struggles against the Empire. And it's going to be a lot more, um, like I said, just kind of like nitty gritty and, and, uh, espionage, uh, kind of focused and seeing a different side of the rebellion that we kind of saw a little bit of in Rogue One, but it's not going to be all, you know, space battles and action adventure like we're used to from Star Wars. It's going to be a little bit of a different look. So I'm really looking forward to that. And also, like you said, more K2SO is never a bad thing. Exactly. So, so is Cassian going to be the Star Wars James Bond? That would be awesome, Maybe. wouldn't it? You I mean, know, he's such a cool guy. I just like him. Uh, well, as for upcoming movies, obviously we have The Rise of Skywalker. Which and we're we'll going talk to talk about in, a, in more in depth in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah don't worry. That'll be the bulk that. of this panel. We're talking about everything else first. And yes, we will have, we're going to try to have as much time for questions and theory, you know, help theorize stuff and everything with you guys as well towards the end of the panel as well. But the only other, when it comes to actual movies other than The Rise of Skywalker, is really coming up from these two guys right here, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Of course, they are uh, guys behind Game of Thrones. Stop it. We're not getting into season eight. <laughs> and I have no, no stake in that at all because I don't watch Game of Thrones. Me so. neither. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> and yet I still don't watch the show. No. I got it. I don't care. Um. <laughs> so this, so after Rise of Skywalker, there's actually going to be a pause, which I know for a lot of Star Wars fans like, like me, um, where I'm used to like three years between each film and then having like three years to really talk with your friends and digest the, digest, you know, what you've seen and, all that. That's, it's not going to be too bad for me. The, the first film from these guys is set to come out, uh, in 2022. Yes. And then there'll be another film in 2024 and then in 2026. Um, they are, uh, uh, you know, possibly going to be in thousands of years before. Nobody really knows we anything about We don't know about what, what, these it's, it's supposed to be a trilogy. Yes, but it's not. They going actually to be haven't announced it as a trilogy. They said they were working on a series, series of so, films. So, but it's not going to be related to the the numbered episodes or anything like that. It's going to be separate from the the, the saga films. Um, they're going to be related, 
but we have no idea what the topic is, if it's, you know, if it's Knights of the Old Republic or something completely else. We have no clue. Yeah. So, um, one of the reasons they're doing, yeah. they're, they're ha having this pause is not only because they jumped the gun and re released Solo six months after Last Jedi, which was so stupid. They should have put it in December. But anyway, yeah. uh, because of that underperformance of Solo, they kind of had to relook at how they were doing these films. So now they're putting it basically two years, starting in 2019, it'll be a two years between each film, which I think is good. But they're also doing, since, the, Disney, since Disney owns everything now, uh, it'll be Star Wars and then... Uh, then like Avatar, a, Avatar, Avatar, and then and a Star yeah. Wars, and an Avatar, and a Star Wars, and Avatars. There's going to be a total of five Avatar films, and by the end of 2027, yeah, <laughs> they're coming out with that many sequels. I know, I know. And everyone here says, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> priorities. Okay, well, so, whatever. But they're going to be alternating. Plus, um, an Indiana years. Jones five mixed into the there too. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere. Which I, I'm kind of curious about. So, um, so that, that'll be interesting and in case you're wondering, a lot of people are saying, well, what about the Ryan Johnson films? And Ryan Johnson is, has been apparently, like Kathleen Kennedy said that Ryan Johnson was working with these two on kind of getting going with their Project? Yeah. Which makes me think that they possibly could have changed plans and that maybe Ryan Johnson is directing whatever these guys are writing and producing or that maybe just their two separate trilogies or series or whatever take place within the same time period or they're going to be maybe tangential stories that are kind of related to each other. So, um, yeah, we don't know what either of them are working on or exactly how closely related they are, but and Ryan Johnson, they've had meetings together at least. Yeah, and Ryan Johnson has said on Twitter recently that he is still working on his Star Wars project. My only guess is that it still might be films, but it, I mean, Disney Plus is now this thing where they can release TV shows or even just movies themselves. Like, right. they're doing a live action Lady and the Tramp movie and they're putting it right to Disney Plus. Really? Yes, really. <laughs> of course they are. Okay. Of course they are. Did so, not see that is, one coming. Well, yeah, but they're, because that's, uh, I'll get into more copyright stuff later with you guys later. Um, but, um, yeah, so they're, 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 they can do a lot of stuff with Disney Plus now because of this. So I think yeah. I would not be surprised if Ryan Johnson's still making a movie, but maybe they are making it like kind of a lower scale and maybe it is something that would be more appropriate for Disney Plus. I don't know. Who knows? Again, we have confirmation that these projects are happening in the future. Yeah. They will not give us any information on it whatsoever, though. So. Which makes sense for now, yes. because they're focused on The Mandalorian in Episode Nine. so we'll just have to wait and see as this stuff develops. Like we said, the first one isn't coming out till 2022, so right. we're going to have a three-year gap of slowly getting more information about all this stuff. Uh, and it comes to rumors. Well, this is the rumor that will not die. Yes. The Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was an Obi-Wan Kenobi film. No, it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi trilogy. No, it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi series yeah, on Disney well, Plus. And, and the rumors were that there was going to be, that the next, like, a Star Wars story spinoff film was going to be an Obi-Wan movie after Solo. And that with the disappointing performance of Solo, they went back to the drawing board, kind of scrapped that idea for a film, and that now it may be, uh, in development as a live action series for Disney Plus. Um, and I think Bob Iger did say recently, like in a conference call or something, that there possibly will be, we know we've got The Mandalorian coming this year, Cassie and Andor coming next year, and he said there probably will be at least one more live action series coming to Disney Plus before the next film in 2022. And so, so all the nerds online went, it's Obi-Wan! Yeah. 
Or Boba Fett, which I've also heard as well. Yes. See, so, I don't think they they're going to do Boba Fett, though, when they've got the Mandalorian. They, like, yeah, then that's the thing. And, and <laughs> I'm with you on that one. And, and again, the, I'm just repeating rumors that have just, again, they bubble up. Like, as soon as one happens, another one happens. And speaking of another one that happened was just a couple days ago, and that is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Because Kathleen Kennedy has said that they're looking to do something in that Era. I don't think she didn't necessarily say, yeah, we're going to do a Knights of the Old Republic thing, but we're going to probably do something in that time period. Yeah. Right, right. And so we, she said that, and then we've got the rumor from BuzzFeed. If BuzzFeed. You can, if you can believe BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. Half that, of what they say happens to be true sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> half just, of what they say happens to be I'm true like, sometimes. Since when are they Very a credible good. source for Star Wars news? This just came out of the blue. Like, they're not something... something they're not the Hollywood reporter, that, but. but they're not as bad as some other people. So oh, right. I'll give them that. So, uh, but now there's the whole theory that this is going to be a new project of some sort, and... Of course, everyone's speculating it's movies, or it's going to be a Disney Plus thing, or who knows. Um, so we're probably going to get something Knights of the Old Republic related. Whether or not it's based on any of the other material that's out there or not remains to be seen. Um, it could just be taking place in that era, and it's a totally yeah. new story. And I, is. for one... I'm super excited regardless because I love the Knights of the Old Republic games. I love that whole era of Star Wars lore. Um, I actually think it would kind of be cool if they did something just set in that time period and did kind of their own interpretation of it rather than trying to do a direct adaptation of the video game because for those of you that have played it, I mean, just the way that certain things play out and the story of Darth Revan and whatnot, I'm not sure how well that would directly translate to a film series, but... Um, just getting some of that lore on screen and, and you know seeing new stories and new characters, but in that time period and just seeing the way that events unfolded 3,000 years before Darth Vader, I think would be really cool. So I'm hoping these rumors turn out to be true. And it seems like, again, there's some substance to it because Kathleen Kennedy did say they're working on something in that era. So and Lucasfilm, if you're hiring, I know, Kyle, you have a Darth Revan mask, right? I, mean, I do. So, I mean, he's available. Yeah. I'm just saying, he'll be the tallest Darth Revan you've ever seen, but he'll do it. Right. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and move. Let's go ahead and merge over to why you're really here today. Yes, exactly. Let's talk about episode nine, Rise of Skywalker, and let's start with the trailer. Living you now. But this is your fight.
Click here for more. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, obviously we are extremely excited about uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker, and uh, let's get right into it. This is coming out December 20th of this year. Uh, in fact, if J.J. Uh, Abrams, as you guys all know, was, was brought on, uh, you replaced Colin Trevorrow, and think about this for a moment. If Colin Trevorrow hadn't been relieved of his duties for whatever reason, we would be watching episode nine right now this weekend because it originally was scheduled to come out this weekend. Yeah. So, dun, dun, dun. Anyway, uh, so th I, I'm, I'm glad that it got pushed off, however, um, because I think JJ will hopefully, uh, a lot like Kylo says, finish what he started, you know? Like yeah, this is right. going to be something that you got to put it all together now. Um, and right in time for our panel, Vanity Fair decided to give us a whole bunch of new images. Yeah, this thank came out you, like two Vanity days Fair. Ago and we're like, oh, we'll take that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, you know, you know, I know who to talk to. So right here, of course, we have Kylo and Ray, and this is not on Jakku or Tatooine as we thought it might have been when we saw the trailer, but it appears to be the planet Pasana. That's what they say. Because what do you yep. need in a star? You need a new desert planet. That's in Star Wars, need. yes. You already have one, two, three, at least three of them that I can think of. The top Four of my if head. you count Jetta. That's right. I was already counting Jetta. I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> count up the deserts. <laughs> so this is a new one, uh, and there are so many great photos in here to talk about and to uh, discuss. And the first one that really came to me was uh, these folks right here. My boys, the Knights of Ren. We've yes. heard about these folks, and they are finally making an appearance on screen other than just in a vision. Yes, and I knew, the, as soon as J.J. said it was announced to be directing, I'm like, okay, well, Knights of Ren are coming back. Because, I mean, right. he's already said, oh, a Star Wars spinoff I'd really like to see would be the Knights of Ren movie. And I think that would be really interesting. So obviously, he has ideas for these guys mm -hmm. right here. Right. And uh, although they, now that we have a first relatively good look at most of them right here, uh, some of them look kind of, I think they kind of look ridiculous in a cool way. I mean, one of them has a gun on his arm, like looks like a little action figure kind of toy, you know, like, <laughs> you, would, you know, something you would package in with the Hasbro stuff, like uh, just for the kids. So it's, they're definitely going to make cool toys. Um, and in fact, some people, even the little axe that's uh, standing up right there is actually, if it's not the same one, it's... Uh, it's so similar in Solo. Have you seen this? Yeah, yes, yeah. It, it was is in uh, Dryden Boss's office. Dryden right? Boss has it. It's part of his like suit of Mandalorian armor that's standing in the background. So just a nice little Easter egg there. Like I don't think it's going to play a significant role in the movie as far as like, oh, here's the history of this axe. It'll yeah, make yeah. a great comic book. Yeah, I was going to say something that'll the... that'll eventually end up in a short story or yeah, a comic I'll, or something I'm like interested. that probably. But I'm just really excited to uh, to get to see these guys that have been teased for so long. I mean, in The Force Awakens, Snoke says that Kylo is the master of the night of Ren, and we see them real quickly in that Force vision that Ray has, and then they're completely absent in The Last Jedi, and the whole time I've been wanting to know, like, who are these guys, where are they, what are they up to, um, what's their role in the story going to be, so I'm glad that uh, they're going to be playing a much larger part in Episode Nine. And by much larger, we mean, we mean actually there. 
Yeah. 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 Do yeah. something. We would assume. I mean, this could be another force vision. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get my hopes up too much about these guys because whenever I do, it's like Captain Phasma all over again. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. What are they going to do? They don't do anything. Okay. <laughs> so I'm hoping they do uh, a cool thing. Uh, but, you know, they use their weapon in a cool way. And there you go. We'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, but we also have this other really cool character. Uh, this is Felicity. Uh, Carrie Russell is uh, actually in this. So it says, uh, Carrie Russell as the masked scoundrel Zora, Zori Bliss, seen in the thieves' quarter of the snow-dusted world Kajimi. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she kind of looks like, to me, like she put Slave One on her head, like the toy. <laughs> Um, it's a cool looking mask though. It's a cool looking costume. Um, I can't wait to see. It's just like, it has cosplay written all over it. I mean, yeah, so do the yeah. Knights of Ren. I can't wait for next year to see like a group of guys like just dressed up as the Knights of Ren walking through the con. I think it's going to look so cool. But, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is definitely cool. Again, we don't know nothing really about it other than Scoundrel. Okay. Maybe Bounty Hunter perhaps. Yeah. It, scoundrel. I, I mean, I, no idea. And I, yeah, I don't, guy, guy. I didn't really. She's not the character I'm excited about in this movie. No. So, but she um, looks cool. Yes, yeah. that's cool. She she definitely looks cool. Looks like she's going to be a cool new addition to kind of the rogues gallery in Star Wars of like the scoundrels and the scum yeah. and villainy. But then one other thing about the planet that she's on, um, we don't know if this relates to her character at all. But in the trailer, there's a shot of this snow covered world that she's apparently on, and there's a ship flying towards it. And people have been comparing screenshots, and the ship that we see in that quick shot in the trailer looks an awful lot like the one that Ray sees taking off in her vision in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced. I've taken the time to like look at the two ships closely and I'm like, they look similar, but I don't think they're the same. I think they, they, they're not a hundred percent the same, but they look too similar to not be in my opinion. But, and we've also heard rumors and even from JJ Abrams himself saying that like Ray's parentage will play possibly a bigger role in this movie. We might find out that there's more to that story than we thought just based on the last Jedi. So, We'll it's certainly possible. I mean, the, the, when the guy who tells you who your parents, I mean, personally, I believe Kylo, but when the guy who tells you about your parents is also negging you so much, uh, to get you to join him, then it's like, can you really trust what he's saying at the, uh, also? So. Yeah. Maybe right. he's going to pull an Obi-Wan in this movie and be like, well, what I meant from was a from a certain point of view. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think they were that great, but you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when so I said the, junk dealers, I meant Jedi, but like, they're junk. <laughs> They're junk to me because yeah. I hate them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we have a new bad guy as well. And um, First Order leaders, General Hux. Of course, we all know General Hugs uh, right there. <laughs> and uh, Allegiant General Pride, played by Richard Grant, on the bridge of Ry- uh, Kylo Ren's destroyer. And uh, I, if I were to guess, I'm going to guess that uh, General Pride right there, Richard Grant, has to... Maybe he's an old Imperial guy, perhaps, right? I mean... And he's possibly. obviously going to be a very shy person from his name. He's got. He's going <laughs> be really mellow, right? <laughs> yeah. No. General Pride. He's going to be loud and obnoxious. It was such a it. great Star Wars name right there. It's like, yeah. oh, hmm. What does this mean? Yeah. Who is he? What is his <laughs> primary character trait? Yeah. I don't know. Let's make it his name. But one thing that I'm excited <laughs> about, too, in regards to those two is that in this article in Vanity Fair, they said that we are going to learn more about the origins of the First Order in this movie as well. Yeah. Um, and that's been kind of one of my complaints with like The Force Awakens and with the sequel trilogy as a whole so far as they kind of throw us into this conflict between the Resistance and the First Order without really setting up like how these powers came to be and why they're fighting and why the First Order rose up. I mean, we get that they're like 
the remnants of the empire. Right. But, um, and especially, I think that's got to come because, I mean, we'll just talk briefly about the, that, the laugh at the end of the trailer right there with Palpatine. Palpatine's going to play some sort of role in this and to have that kind of connection with the empire right there with perhaps this character to explain some of that. I think it might be, might be a way to do it. Um, I just really like this shot. Finn and new ally Janna, uh, atop Hardy Orbax, lead the charge against the mechanized forces of the First Order. And so, again, we're kind of dealing, you know, third movie in a trilogy. you got to have, you know, arrows against me mechanized stuff again, right? Yeah, so yeah. we're going to revisit the whole Ewoks versus the Empire or Gungans sure. versus the battle droids. The quote-unquote primitive technology against the mechanized might of the other side. We're going to do that again in Star Wars, which uh, since we have the whole rhyming beats thing uh, going with Star Wars, uh, should be expected. These so, things yeah. look so cool. They're, but yeah. they do look really cool. I think for anybody that, you know, isn't maybe a huge fan of the Empire getting defeated by Ewoks in, uh, Return of the Jedi, I think these at least look like they make for some decent war beasts. They're not like cute and cuddly. Yeah. Um, and to see, I mean, it's still gonna be kind of weird seeing people charging in on horseback against tanks and AT-ATs and stuff, but, yeah. uh, you and, know, and I'm, I'm interested to see how this battle plays out. Well, you know, and they're on this kind of grassy planet. They're perhaps on that same grassy area that we're seeing the, the remnants of, who knows if it's the Death Star 2, who knows if it's whatever, it might be Death Star 3, or 1.5 that didn't work out and it <laughs> fell in the ocean. Could be. Could I don't be. know. But whatever it is, if, you know, people are thinking, okay, is that Endor, is that the, is that the forest moon of Endor, or is uh, just another moon of Endor? Uh, it certainly doesn't look very are, foresty. Yeah, yeah. There are horse-like creatures in the Endor movies, so maybe these are like little horse, I'm just, I'm just trying to blend <laughs> we're, it we're going to bring, yes, the, the Ewok movies in Little this? parts of it. <laughs> okay. Little oh, parts. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> there are blurgs in, uh, there's blurgs in the Clone Wars, uh, series, and That's those true. were in the Ewok films, so I'm oh, just really? saying. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it happens. They were also in the comics first. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, we're looking for those horses, but of course, one of the big fights we're all looking forward to is Kylo Ren and Rey. Uh, this is them battling in a stormy confrontation. Their force connection, what driver calls the maybe bond will turn out to run even deeper than previously revealed. So it's hard to really tell what's going on. It's a lot of storm, lots of, uh, it looks like they're on some machines too. It's so, I don't Waves, know. Waves, yeah. crashing. Probably well, at least one or two confrontations between these two. And yeah. based on the fact that we see the Death Star wreckage in the trailer submerged in water, I think they could be on part of the Death Star wreckage. Although if you look at kind of the surface they're on, it also looks like it might be the top of the Millennium Falcon, which maybe could be transporting them there. Um, but they released a video, like a little behind the scenes reel along with these photos on, uh, Vanity Fair's like YouTube channel. Um, and you can see in one of the shots, Daisy Ridley's got a lightsaber and there's like a big wave crashing over the set that she's on. So, um, yeah, seeing these two together in some kind of confrontation, like on, on a ship or on wreckage where there's just rain and storms and stuff is going to be, uh, really cool and something new visually. See, I now, now one thing, oh, well, actually, we'll, we'll get to this, you know, a little bit later, but one thing we have to remember is that these are all Vanity Fair images. Yes. And so True. these are likely very staged and could have nothing to do with the actual movie itself. Yeah. So, but we'll get into that a little bit more later. Although, Kyle, you did remind me just with the whole Death Star and, and the water and everything, that actually was a concept that was initially they were thinking about doing in The Force Awakens, mm -hmm. where the key to the Jedi, in other words, the, the little map, 
little piece that they put a BB-8, was initially going to be found in the Emperor's throne room, which was found at the bottom of the ocean because the Star War, because the Death Star crashed into the ocean. So water, Death Star, you know, Kyle, uh, Kylo wanting to get there for whatever reason to find something that the Emperor perhaps might have, I don't know, um, might come into play. So yeah. it might be. And I think that's all going to tie into why the Emperor is in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, in some fashion. Yeah, I think probably the leading speculation is that whatever or wherever he's going to show up in the movie, it's going to be tied to that Death Star wreckage somehow, whether that's where they confront him or they find a recording or a holocron or his spirit well, we is got still more about haunting there or something, minute. but... Here's another quote photo. I mean, anyone else happen to see Billy D this afternoon at his panel right there? That was so much fun. I love Billy D. Uh, but yeah, here's a, uh, you know, Billy D is making his return, but we also have a couple new robots. Uh, Dio is right there. He's, eh, he's kind of like the cheaper uh, version of uh, BB-8. He's kind of looking over Poe's shoulder right there. Yeah, it and, looks like uh, a lampshade. Yeah, he, yeah looks, he looks like the Pixar lamp. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Got a wheel. Yeah. So, so, you know, BB-8 has a little friend, so that's, or maybe they're, maybe they don't like each other. I don't know, but they hang out together at least. Uh, we also have some cool new aliens. Um, I say cool. I mean, I personally, I'm, I still miss Rodians. I, I think that they have been sort, I, I just like Rodians a lot. All the Twi'leks disappeared with the Death Star. I know. Yeah. All the, uh, and, and these look kind of cool. To me, it's like, um, these are, uh, Aki Aki, who are the natives of Pasana. So to me, it's just like, I wish, I really wish they could have done some of the, the original trilogy aliens, but these ones still look better. I think they look better than actually one of the only things I really didn't like about The Last Jedi was the alien designs. <laughs> like, my, my, that was the only thing I really kind of had, I had a gripes with was they looked like too much like Doctor Who. And we were talking about they even look kind of like Doctor Who ish here as well, but, um, Whatever. There yeah. Go. I mean, yeah. they're they're all still aliens, but I do. With Star Wars, you always have to expect to see new aliens every yeah. time you get a movie. But it would be nice to have some of the old familiar species interspersed. Um, yeah. With, Just a mix with of the old, new, a mix yeah. of old and new. Yeah. So that's been one of my biggest complaints about the sequel trilogy in general. So I just want more of the old aliens. <laughs> anyway. Well. The photo, however, speaking that, of old aliens, <laughs> the photo that I was looking I, when I saw it I was like, "This is now the the backdrop to my phone." Was this, however, uh, Luke with R two, which I just love Luke and R two together, um, in a fiery thing. So initially, you kind of look at this, you think of like what the Je his Jedi temple burning down. Mm -hmm. But people were kind of quick to mention how, well, he didn't, doesn't look like he does in the Force Awakens flashback. His hair is gray yeah. and... Well, he looks like stuff. he does in the Force Awakens. Like, that's his same look and outfit and everything from, like, when Rey goes to find him. So I don't think this is going to be Right, I'm talking flashback. more like the flashback of him going in, in the... Uh, oh, in the last right. Well, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, this is present Luke, this right. is flashback Luke. And so, again, is this... When we're talking about the rise of Skywalker, That's this could mean a lot of different things. Yes. The rise of Skywalker. What does that mean? Which one? Is it even a person? You know, there's been a million theories for what the title means, and we're not going to know until we actually see the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some people think Luke is coming back. Some people think we're going to find out that Rey is actually a Skywalker. It some people be. think that Skywalker is going to become a title or it could like be this peacekeeper that, you know, yeah. kind of keeps the balance between the light and the dark and that it it's going to refer to Kylo because, you it know, could. Kylo's a, yeah. you know, 
of the, that line. Well, so. when it comes to, when Star when it comes down to it, Star Wars is always it has to be a redemption story for me anyway. I mean, Kylo as as horrible as he's done, as many horrible things as he's done. Well, I hate to tell you, but Anakin did a lot more than just kill his dad. I mean, he did a lot mm-hmm. of other things. So yeah, uh, for him to be redeemed, I mean, I would hope that Kylo would get some redemption in this too. Well, the thing is, is I, I there's definitely the story to be had where Kylo gets redeemed. The problem is, is every time he's offered it, he does. He, Kylo kind of just says no thanks. That's but, true. So um, you know, I I just don't know how far they're going to go with it because Kylo doesn't seem to want to be redeemed at least not up to this point even though he's you know tormented and torn apart by it all but um, if if kylo is just going to be straight up bad guy in this movie we know palpatine's coming back somehow so i think that would kind of undercut kylo as a villain a little bit because he's going to be playing second fiddle to freaking emperor palpatine coming back after all these years so i think there's going to be more to kylo's storyline in this movie and more to his connection with ray like we talked about um rather than him just being like oh i'm evil now and they just have to kill him and be done with it well, this photo definitely, I mean, it looks awesome. It's does not, I mean, there's no force effect for Luke. It, we could think like, okay, is he at a new location where things are burning? Is what's going on? But then again, like we said before, this could all be staged. And I remember when I first saw the Vanity Fair pictures, uh, when I was looking for Phantom Menace before that was coming out, and I was like, oh my gosh, look at this awesome fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul on Tatooine. This is going to be so cool. Oh, wait, they didn't do that at all. They just they just wanted to do a quick shot because they were bored, and Annie Leibovitz just said, okay, I'll shoot these guys having fun in the desert. So just because we see Luke right there like that doesn't necessarily mean at all that we're going to see that. Right. Um, I'm taking that one with a huge grain of salt. Yeah. The fact that we see him in the flesh, it's like, eh, I don't know if just because of this magazine picture that that means that's what we're, that's what we're going to see in the movie. Yeah. And Force Ghost Luke is a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We know Mark Hamill is going to be in the movie. We just don't know how exactly. Well, a few other quick things I want to just show for different things uh, coming up. Rise of uh, Skywalker, the art of the Rise of Skywalker, I should say, is coming out soon. And that's an amazing cover. Yes. I love this cover right here. And there has been some rumors of the fights that that Kylo and Rey have have being different than normal. We've already seen them essentially join each other from across the galaxy. galaxy, Right. To be able to essentially be in the same room, even though they're not. So... It could be possible that we're going to be seeing fights that are, they're together, but they're not together. And, um, again, this kind of like idea of like Rebels, Star Wars Rebels did this amazing episode, um, the, it, and the world between worlds. Yeah, world between worlds, where you're kind of like in this in between area of the force. So perhaps that's what some of this, and honestly, that would kind of make sense if they did something like that with this movie. JJ has talked about trying to wrap up nine films. Into you know, see this one conclusion. That's an enormously big task, right? So perhaps something like that might be able to help them. I don't know. It's uh, who knows. There's yeah. you know the thing about rumors, Star Wars rumors, is everyone's got a theory, and if you have a blog, you can call your theory a rumor and uh, have it spread like wildfire. So. Um, <laughs> That, you know, take all of these rumors that we are presenting you with a grain of salt because yes. 90% of them won't 
be even close. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it, that's what makes it fun. And, and, you know, we even had this little cool leaked poster before the trailer. People thought, Oh, that's fake. And yet we look at now the trailer and we look at all these Vanity Fair pictures and we're like, a lot of that stuff we see. So and everything in there has been confirmed except for Chewy or uh, 3PO holding Chewie's bowcaster, which when I saw yes. that, I was just like, well, and these wait, red stormtroopers at the bottom, the red troopers at the bottom too are, um, not confirmed, but, and we have new TIE fighters too. So let her have a little triangle ring, wings on them, kind of look like interceptors. So there's just a few little glimpses of things. Again, this is a poster that you would most likely see in Walmart, like in the toy section. This is not like an official, po like, it's not the theatrical poster. This is like the posters that you buy for five bucks, probably, yeah. that leaked. Yeah. So, and Mark Hamill said that he thought it looked fake. So who knows? Yeah, it, it, we don't even know if this is legit or not. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about one little thing right here. So we talked about the big bad guy. You were talking about, like, how do we redeem Kylo? How do we get him back? Well, obviously, you know, J.J. was talking about in Star Wars Celebration, a, a greater evil. Mm. And at the time when he said that before the trailer, I was like, hmm, interesting, okay. Yeah. Greater evil. And what, what after the mean? trailer. What does I'm that like, mean? Oh, greater oh. evil. I see. Um, I'll leave you guys with one, one little thing that, of course, JJ and Kathleen Kennedy, I believe you've even said recently that this was their initial plan from the beginning. These Star Wars sequels, they haven't been planned, I don't think. I, I think even Dell, they've admitted it a few times that they kind of just... Some, some of the, the uh, story beats between the films uh, weren't part of the overall design. But that's yeah. not yeah. necessarily... I mean, people look at that and they go, oh, that's horrible. But the original trilogy, they didn't know what they were doing either. Nope. Yeah. Luke <laughs> yeah. and Leia were not brother and sister. <laughs> Initially. Uh, yeah. The Return of the Jedi was going to have two Death Stars at one point, plus Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda were going to come back to physical form at the end and fight Darth Vader and the Emperor together with Luke. There was weird stuff going on in some of these drafts. And so Lucas, it was a constant, you know, merging of things. So it's not like a horrible thing. No, and it's not yeah. an unusual thing for Star Wars to be completely revamping in the middle of the trilogy. But if that little thing right there with the Emperor, is that, if that was always in play, when Kylo is talking to Darth Vader's helmet right there of, Grandfather, I'm going to finish what you started... That could mean something about the Emperor. Does he know about the Emperor possibly existing? Or my own personal theory is that the ghost of Anakin tells him to finish what he started and Kylo in, doesn't really in, know what that means. Hmm. Because and he just says, Oh, he means get all the Jedi and and be bad. But really Anakin's trying to tell him no. Palpatine's still out yet. there, dum dum. <laughs> finish what I started. I like it. Thank you for applying like for me. <laughs> ah! Whoa! Speaking of which, where did he come from? Oh, great. He's back. See, you can't keep a good Sith down. You just can't keep a good Sith down. So, make way. What are we making way for? Darth oh. Vader. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Emperor, we were just talking about how excited we were about you being in the next film. Yes. Yes. So, my, my wondering about 
Palpatine coming back is, you know, is he going to be, is this going to be a hologram? Is this going to be him actually coming back to corporeal form? My personal fun theory is that he's going to be a literal phantom menace. Um, so, oh. uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think we're going to have some sort of force apparition going on. Um, I don't think corporeal Palpatine is something the galaxy can handle again. <laughs> but you never know, because did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the White? <laughs> Maybe Palpatine actually did find the final piece and find that path to immortality and actually did find a way to come back. But again, maybe... That would be terrifying. It would be. and But maybe he's just a force spirit. Maybe it's, again, a there hologram were, or a holocron that he left behind, or there's some kind of ancient Sith magic at play, or whatever it may be. There were a lot of blue glowy things that came out when he hit the, dark, the Death Star. Uh, yes, so true. Force storm of some <laughs> Who sort. knows? And I do know a few things, but I'm not going to share it out loud, because I, I listen to all the spoilers, so if you really want to know some spoilery things, talk to me after the panel. And Joey knows stuff that we're, we're avoiding. I, I don't even know, I don't even know what he's talking about. I want to be surprised uh-huh, with you guys. Interesting, but I don't tell them. But if you want to talk to me later, I'll talk to you later about it. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for questions... Uh, once again, before we, because we, we only have about nine minutes for questions, if you enjoyed our lovely panel, press the like button, subscribe and share. Yeah. <laughs> please feel free to, uh, if you have the, uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion app, you can give us five stars, and that way they know they keep letting us come back here. But goodbye, Darth Vader and the troopers. We love you. <laughs> They're awesome. Questions. Anybody Who has questions, comments, theories? Yes, sir. This is going to be the last film of the Skywalker saga. Episodes yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. So this is going to be the last of that story. Uh, the other films coming out afterwards will not deal with this story itself. For yeah. now. now. For now. Other, <laughs> also, never other, say never. And various people involved in the movie, the actors and whatnot, have like not even ruled out the possibility of maybe years down the line coming back and telling more stories about Ray and Poe and characters yeah. like that who may continue on after this story, but this is going to wrap up the Skywalker saga as a nine movie arc. Yeah. I'd like to see Ray in, you know, 10, 20 years. Yes. Her, they might do more with Ray's training. However, at the same time, I mean, Luke got a little bit of training in Empire. I mean, not that we, that we saw, right? Right. But then mm. when he came back with in Return of the Jedi, he was just like, "Well, I'm a Jedi, right?" You know, but we I also, did it all behind the scenes. You didn't we, see it. We do hear that um, the dialogue in the trailer where Luke is talking to Ray and says, "You know, we've passed on all we know, and, and right. a thousand generations live in you know." So I don't know if we'll see her training at all, but I think we'll at least get some explanation of how far her training has progressed in between the time of the Last Jedi. We'll show her and, with the Jedi books that she took, and she's just like, and done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that also is definitely we'll go, something they could it. it's definitely something they could explore in books and stuff in between the two movies as well. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Nice. Ray Park gave her a Snickers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Dear God, I hope so. Uh, I really hope so. <laughs> um, more you can't mall. bring him back in solo for like a 30 second cameo, but then not only bring him back as a cameo, but like reveal that he's the head of this crime organization that we've never heard of and then never go into that story again. So right. that's something that I would love to see. I don't know if we'll see another solo film. Because, just because the last one didn't do as well as they hoped and which is a crying shame and all of you should see solo because if you're not you're dead to me and and here's uh, the thing i don't i wouldn't really want to see maul in another solo movie anyway right. i don't really want to see him and han cross paths because han doesn't believe right. in the force like obi-wan and luke are like the first force users that he's come across at least but we got kira and maul now but working yes. together that would be a fascinating Give me story even like a comic or something but definitely like a live action series disney plus is the new line. wild card yeah i mean there's so many possibilities of stuff that they could do, but that's definitely something I would love to see. All right, you, sir. So you guys mentioned earlier about the possibility of like a, some form of live action old public uh, time frame. Yes, love the Revan shirt, by the way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and that's my, my big issue with the idea. You know, when Disney first started taking things over, I was excited. I was hoping for some form of Revan thing. Uh, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of most of the things that Disney's been doing. And so my question is, piggybacks off what you said about how the old public video games don't necessarily make for a good movie, but they've also got the books and whatnot. Are you worried about Disney jacking up Revan personally? I don't think so, because I think if they do something different from the games... I mean, I know it'll be canon, but it's like you can always go back and play the games if that's what you prefer. And if you like that better than what they do, I mean, it's not going to erase that. Like, that's why they have the Legends canon and that stuff still exists. Um, but that's also why I think it would be cool to have them tell a separate story. Um, and maybe even like reference the stuff in the movies or have Revan be a character that's around during that time period, but maybe not the main character of the movie. So they kind of have their own room to play and explore with stuff without maybe, you know, upsetting fans that wanted things a particular way, you know, if they stuck more closely to the video game story. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, we, we say the Old Republic, and that's like anything prior to 2,000 years before the Phantom Menace. So who knows what that could yeah. be. I used to be a big fan of the comic book series of, like, uh, the Jedi. What was that, that that Dark Horse series that came out in the late '90s or something? It was there was the Tales of the Old Republic. Yeah. See, that's what I think when I hear that. I don't think the comic yeah. book. I just think of that general time period. So, okay. Um, so, do you guys worry about all the loose ends in Star Wars actually being tied up and it coming to an end, or do you think that something's going to be left unsaid, like seasoning of Game of Thrones? <laughs> well, I, if, if I could address that for a second, because Game of Thrones, they had so much stuff going on by the time that, because like season five or six or whatever is like where they caught up to the books. And then it's like, okay, now we have no source material to work from and we have to figure out how to end this thing on our own. With Star Wars, I think The Last Jedi tied up a lot of loose ends. Like I think episode nine is going to be kind of a fresh slate. I mean, obviously we have stuff between Rey and Kylo and the, the First Order and the Resistance, but like after The Force Awakens, I had a ton of unanswered questions that I was like, I can't wait to see The Last Jedi and find out what happens next. After The Last Jedi, I was like, I don't really have a lot of unanswered questions aside from just seeing like, okay, what's the next chapter of the story? So I'm not really worried about that. And to, you know, to avoid the uh, Game of Thrones reference, because I didn't see it, um, I, I'm not wor too worried about uh, stuff being unresolved in Star Wars because there's always something. 
that's not resolved in Star Wars. The, the big major points will be, but some of the ancillary things like, who is Snoke? That's not going to get answered. Um, I can tell you that, Darth and I don't care. Don't you dare bring up the Darth Plagueis well, hey, theory hey, again. Hey, hey. Oh. With Palpatine coming back, if we find out he's been pulling the strings all along, we may find out who Snoke was and what Palpatine's plans were for him. And <laughs> Oh, I hate the I hate the Plagueis theory so much. Did I say Plagueis? He I did. I did. He did. All right, no, but Left but I, we're not going to find out really who Snoke is. I don't think. But, but like I, I, some of this ancillary material, they're going to answer that in other uh, forms. Uh, but as far as the major storylines, we're going to get that resolved, but that's about it. And the other thing, too, because Star Wars is so expansive in terms of, like, books and comics and video games and stuff, like, we knew when Game of Thrones was over, like, it's over. But with Star Wars, if there are unanswered questions from Episode Nine, we could still get those answered in comic books or novels or stuff like that that's going to keep expanding Star on Star Wars will never end. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Not if Disney I'll has their all. You, sir, you've had your hand up for a while. Uh, I think Dave Filoni's basically said no. Yeah, as um, far I'll, as I know, Rebels, he ended the story. He's like, that's what I want to tell. Although he has, um, he did release some art of Sabine and Ahsoka kind of going out. They still have this little, this idea of looking for Ezra, right? So that, that's a tale that still needs to be told. But it doesn't have some to be way. with yeah, that, Rebels. That won't right. be Star Wars Rebels. Like Star yeah. Wars Rebels, they got to end it the way they wanted to end it. I mean, the reason they're doing another season of Clone Wars is because it got abruptly canceled. And they still had more stories left. They had to tell. eight seasons worth of the Clone Wars that planned, yeah, um, but, and they only got five of them on TV. Yeah. So, so with Rebels, it definitely left room to continue the story. But I don't, you know, we're not going to get oh, here's Star Wars Rebels season five that nobody was expecting. I think right. that'll be a different story. Well, we're going to have to call it right there. Thank you so much, everybody, for being such a wonderful audience. If you want to talk to us, we'll be hanging around. Um, feel free to come up, grab business cards and stuff if you want to follow us uh, after this. <laughs>